Welcome to Mafia, a new podcast telling stories of America's criminal underworld. Gotti assumed the position of head of the Gambino family. And using the name Donnie Brasco, I was able to infiltrate the uh, Bonanno uh, crime family in New York City. Bugsy Siegel is an American mob legend. One man changed the whole texture and landscape of crime in America. Listen to Mafia every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite shows. Five, four, three, two, one. Cue music. This is Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. On Movies First, we head off to some French cinema now. At least I think it is French cinema. Alex First, am I correct in that assumption? For Monsieur Chocolat? Yeah, well and truly. You've pronounced that so well. Can you please do it again with a bit of uh, uh, sort of a laughter at the end, maybe, mate? Go for it. Monsieur Chocolat. Oh. oh, oh See, I, I, I know, I remember from past conversations, you have a little bit of trouble with the first word in this movie's title, don't you? Miss, miss, what is it? Exactly. Monsieur Chocolat. Oh, my French is not, well, it's non-existent. You, you sound like Inspector Clouseau. <laughs> I was throwing more for Monty Python with oh, the outrageous French accent. I told hey. them we've already got one. <laughs> you know something? I reckon you'd be good in the circus. Maybe to be eaten by a lion or something. No, they don't. They actually don't have lions in circuses anymore. Thank goodness for that. But the reason I'm mentioning circus is that that's what this is about. Mm-hmm. It is nearly two hours, 119 minutes, and it was a big box office hit. I'm given to understand. You know how. You count your pennies and you know, which movies have make, made more money than other movies. Apparently, they dictate what is a hit in Paris or in France by the number of people, not the dollars. I think that's a great idea. That's a wonderful idea because uh, the box office in Australia, I don't know whether you saw this, the other day there was actually an article came out which said that uh, here in Australia, in general terms, we are being stiffed in terms of attendance fees for the cinema, we ch- we pay more for yeah. a cinema ticket than almost anywhere else in the world now. I so, did, I read that, and I think that's outrageous. We've got 24 million of us. Exactly. Uh, this is not right. Hey, you asked me a question. You did asked I? me, if, yeah, uh, a number of weeks ago, and oh, I've okay. got the answer. You yes. asked me, why do movies in Australia get released on a Thursday? I did ask you this. Why do they come out on a Thursday? Mm. So I asked a man who I've got a high regard for, the, the sort of grand poobah of film, used to be head of Roadshow and also head of Disney. His name is Alan Finney, a very fine man. Hey, can, can, so, I, can I take a stab here? I bet it's going to involve money. Mm, yes. Okay, right, yes. yep, 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 okay. Okay, so, okay, what's your theory? Go on, go for it. A lot of people in Australia get paid on a Thursday. Yeah, that's it. So how did you know that? Well, when you said... It, it, there was a common sense reason for it. The penny just dropped. I don't know whether you heard the very loud thud in the background. No, I didn't. But yeah, it, it is. It was that rationale. And I look, it makes a lot of sense because when people got paid, I mean, these days, I don't think it is on a Thursday, but it, it, well, one of the first things, it was a cheap form of entertainment. So Not anymore, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> well, as we just discussed, well, I, I suppose that is it cheap and cheery Tuesdays that they exist. Around Australia, don't they? I, I think so. Most cinemas still do the do the half price Tuesdays or the cheap tickets on Tuesdays. But yeah, I, 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 well, the public service is still a sizable employer in a large part of Australia. So, and they are still paid every second Thursday. A lot of government benefits are handed out to, on 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 Thursdays. So, uh, so here's my question to you: Why do people get paid on Thursdays? 
Why not Fridays? Oh, I knew you'd, I knew you'd ask that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. So if you've got somebody... So if you've got a problem with your pay packet, you can go into the office on Friday and say, hey, fix this before the weekend. Very, I, gee whiz. If that's not the reason, it should be. I like it very that's much. A, I'm sticking with that. I'm not going anywhere else. I'm staying with that one. You're a, you're a fine reader of human beings. So the mo, Moss, could you please pronounce the name of this picture again? Just ring a bell every time you'd like me to perform like a monkey for you. Monsieur Chocolat. Very good. And performing like a monkey, you do. The guy that we are dealing with here, this is the fascinating rise and fall story of the first popular Afro-Cuban artist of the French stage, a circus performer. And his real name, Rafael Padilla. He was born in Cuba in 1868. He became known as Chocolat. And he was only nine when he was sold into slavery to a Portuguese merchant. And then he escaped to a different life. Beautiful setting, Belle Epoque Paris. So Monsieur Chocolat is beautifully realised through these incredibly energised performance of one Omar Sy. Do you remember the movie The Intouchables? Oh, yeah, yeah. We spoke about that uh, a while ago, yeah. Yeah, it was terrific. If you haven't seen it, DVD, Blu-ray. Definitely get it out. He is opposite a real-life circus performer, happens to be the grandson of Charlie Chaplin. And I believe could be the great-grandson of Eugene O'Neill. So, boy, oh, boy, this guy has got family history. His the, name is... a pedigree, yeah. Yeah, James Therry. That's, that's the... And he plays opposite Omar Sy. During the late 1800s, we established that you're a young boy at that stage. Uh, yes, yes, in a previous edition, yes. Yeah, at former slave Chocolat is making a living in a provincial French circus. And he's performing a particular role. He's a tooth-bearing cannibal named Kalanka. So why is he doing this? Well, because for the country folk, they've never seen a black man before. So they decide, well, yeah, make him into a cannibal. And he impresses an established performer, George Footed, played by James Therry, who takes him under his wing. And they develop a routine that catapults them to stardom, to glamour, to riches in Paris's Nouveau Cirque. But satisfaction of success can only last so long for Chocolat because he desires equality. And why wouldn't he? What a matchup! And what a tee, Mike! Metro PCS and the iPhone SE for $0 on a network that covers 99% of people in the U.S. Oh, impressive. Play with the best. Switch to Metro PCS and get a 32-gig iPhone SE for $0. Metro PCS. Coverage not available in some areas, plus sales tax and $10 activation fee. Claim based on talk and text. Not valid for active numbers currently on our T-Mobile network or active on Metro PCS in the past 90 days. See store for details and terms and conditions. You're listening to Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. For more, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. This is what's and all approach to filmmaking. And I like the fact that that's how it's done. Credit goes to the writer, Cyril Gary, and the director, Russia D. Zem. Now, a man full of optimism is broken on the back of his own excesses. That's what we're talking about here with Chocolat. Of course, there's the large elephant in the room, mm. named his treatment as a black man in a white man's world. I love Omar Sy. I think Omar Sy is one of the most charismatic leading men going around, carries with him, in this case, the audience's hopes. But the character he plays in the time frame where this is set 
means that success comes at a high price. His taciturn partner's role is also rather fascinating. There was clearly a lot more to George Footit than is revealed in this movie. I was left somewhat frustrated that whatever that extra was, was left unsaid. We never found out. I didn't know a thing about this rather remarkable story when I sat down to watch it, and it turned out to be a real eye-opener. There is even a snippet of the real revolutionary duet at the tail end of this picture, because it is indeed based upon fact. I love movies like that. I really do. This is a big surprise. It's a very, very well worthwhile pictures to see. And it doesn't have the Hollywood ending, which I like. Okay. Of course, uh, George Footer and, and, and Monsieur Chocolat, they were real historical characters back in, in the, in the yeah. late 1800s. So, they, and, and, and that's when you say at the end there's actually some, some genuine footage of them. Does that, at the end, does that actually give you just that little bit of additional context and maybe that light bulb moment? Yeah, I mean, I suppose that if you don't know whether it's real or otherwise, you wouldn't know until the very end and then, oh, yeah, so these, these guys actually existed. It's an amazing story, but, I mean, I'd, I'd like to think, you, you never know how much of it is dramatic and how much of it is real, but regardless, the fact that it's based upon fact makes me think, yeah, go along and see it, folks. Seven and a half out of ten for Monsieur Chocolat. Very well done. You pronounced it correctly at the end. Wow. See, you're, you're also a teacher. What, what a scholarly fellow you are. You're not just a circus-trained performer. You are a scholar, no less. Gee, I'm learning something from you every time we do a podcast. Please, folks, listen out to Chris. What a mind he has. Go, go. Here, have a bag of peanuts, you monkey. You've been listening to Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. Subscribe to the full podcast at Audioboom, Stitcher and iTunes or your favourite podcast distributor. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com. Welcome to Mafia, a new podcast telling stories of America's criminal underworld. Gotti assumed the position of head of the Gambino family. And using the name Donnie Brasco, I was able to infiltrate the uh, Bonanno uh, crime family in New York City. Bugsy Siegel is an American mob legend. One man changed the whole texture and landscape of crime in America. Listen to Mafia every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite shows.